it's not always some huge inspirational speech and motivation. It's often just calculating what has to be done and finding ways to push through it and stay positive and stay focused. This is Mindset Win, a new podcast from Red Bull featuring extraordinary people in sports talking about the mental tactics they use to become great and stay great. And then shows how we can apply those same techniques in different areas of our lives. In this episode, we'll be talking about persistence. Now, you might not think this is the most sexy subject, but believe me, being persistent is key. It will make a huge difference to your performance over time. I am Cédric Dumont, and as well as being an experienced professional base jumper, I'm also a high-performance psychologist, which means I get to spend time with extraordinary people from the world of sport, mentoring athletes to give them the mental edge and skills to achieve their goals and unleash their full potential. Mindset Win is for all of us who share the same desire to be better, more successful and more satisfied to unlock higher performance in whatever it is we're doing. Coming up in this episode, we'll be hearing from champion mountain biker Kate Courtney, who will be sharing her experiences of how persistence has paid off for her. And at the end, there's a simple exercise I'll take you through that I truly believe will help you build better mental strength. With a cross-country world championship and overall World Cup already in the bag, Kate Courtney is on the fast track to becoming one of the greats in mountain biking. Kate grew up riding tandem with her dad in the mountain biking mecca of Marin County, not far from her native San Francisco. She started racing in 2009 and won the cross-country junior national championships the next year. After graduating from Stanford University, Kate began racing full-time and in 2019 became elite cross-country World Cup overall champion. This win also meant Kate secured her spot as a member of the US Olympic team for Tokyo 2020. So what part does persistence play in Kate's story? Hi, my name is Kate Courtney and I'm a professional mountain bike racer. My first memory of cycling is certainly not the first time I was on a bike, but in middle school, I would actually ride on Mount Tam with my dad. I remember going with him on a tandem mountain bike, riding to the top of the mountain, and we would get blueberry pancakes. I didn't have these big goals to begin with. I really had this small incremental progression. I thought, oh, can I win this local high school race? And then, you know, I won that. And I thought, oh, maybe I could do a statewide race. Maybe I can do a national level race. And then got the chance to go to Europe uh, with the national team and compete there. I think my greatest mental strength, I would say, is persistence. Persistence. Endurance sports are not just about physically pushing through, but I think mentally about being able to stay focused and motivated and positive over the long haul. And obviously there's a lot of kind of sub skills to that. There's setting adequate goals. There's having a really good plan to get there. Um, but that persistent mindset of just day in and day out, being dedicated to what it takes to make those incremental steps, I would say has been my greatest strength in my career. 
One of the biggest opportunities to grow my mental tool set came in racing the Cape Epic, which is known as the hardest mountain bike race in the world. I was given the opportunity to race and was partnered with the multi-time defending champion in the marathon world champion. Her name was Annika Langvat. At the time, I was a very good climber. You know, that was a part of the race where I felt strong and I felt capable and I would usually take the lead and set the pace. However, Annika is incredibly strong on the flats and that I would say is a weakness of mine. So my job was essentially to empty myself by the top of a climb, recover as much as I could on the descent, and the stages often ended with a big flat section. And that was just about hanging on. And I have very vivid memories of that, doing mental math of, okay, how many kilometers are left in the race? A train traveling at five kilometers an hour will get there in how many minutes? And continuing to calculate and recalculate how many minutes I had to stay at that power. And it was really helpful. I think it ties back to that theme of the ability to persist. It's not always some huge inspirational speech and motivation. It's often just calculating what has to be done and finding ways to push through it and stay positive and stay focused. And for me in that race, Thinking about, you know, okay, where am I? How much do we have left? And committing again and again to that involved a great deal of focus, but also a little bit of distraction um, to just kind of endure that pain for as long as it took to get to the finish line. I have had mantras at a lot of races, um, just a few words that help me kind of center into what the goal is, what to think about during the race, and to come back to um, if everything's become challenging. My favorite mantra from last year was accept and commit. Accept and commit. It was about accepting the uncontrollability, the uncertainty, which I think was a huge challenge for me during the pandemic, and committing to the moment. I'm winning that little inner battle of Will I push the edge? Will I keep going? Will I get the most out of myself in every moment possible, both in training and in racing throughout the season? And it was something I came back to, particularly in moments of challenge, where you have to accept if you got a flat tire, you got a flat tire. But committing to a complete effort and to maintaining the type of mindset that will allow you to get the best result possible given the circumstances you have on any given day. Sometimes I'll have a bracelet or, or written somewhere, um, but I think often it's just something that I think about in the week leading up to the race and yeah, think about in the race as well. One of the biggest challenges coming out of the Olympic period was adjusting my goals and taking a long view of what it would take to get back to the top. So how do you set that goal and do so in a way that's encouraging and not discouraging? So if I just said, oh, I wanna win every race the next year, knowing that I had to build back, I, I think it would have been a pretty discouraging experience. But instead I was able to sit down with my coaches and make a really good three-year plan. And so for the first year, our goal was consistency and getting back into the top 10. And that was my entire year last year. Consistency. And it set a really stable foundation for this year where we can aim a bit higher and say, 
okay, I'm good. How do I make this great? And I think for me, that's where, again, that persistent mindset and that ability to just continually evolve and show up and do the work comes in in handy big time and is critical to reaching those goals that often take years and years to build towards. As an elite athlete, yes, motivation is part of my job, but I think structure and defining ways to set yourself up for success goes much, much farther. You only have so much motivation, and if you build in those systems, you will make it possible to just show up and get better and do so consistently. Don't miss more than one day of a habit. Being able to say, oh, it's not happening today, but it's happening tomorrow, rather than saying, oh, now I'm off track, saying, no, I'm a person who meditates every day. This day was an anomaly, but I am still a person who meditates every day and committing back to that habit again and again. What Kate just said about committing back to your habits is extremely relevant because it's really key to build discipline and consistency. And it's really about like implementing small incremental progression. We all have big dreams, we all have big goals, but the question is more, what can I do today to get closer to my dream? What is the first small step? Uh, we call this micro-excellence. Another interesting thing, there are many interesting things, but persistence and, and perseverance, this is the foundation of everything because most people quit after a first setback or I'm not going to even talk about failure, but a, a little a conflict or a confrontation and most people will quit and that will make the difference between failure and success. Having a mantra is really interesting. My favorite mantra from last year was accept and commit. It was about accepting the uncontrollability, the uncertainty, which I think was a huge challenge for me during the pandemic, and committing to the moment. And Kate talked about uh, accept and commit as a mantra. And it's really about winning that little daily inner battle. But we'll come back to mantra a little bit later in this episode. And finally, and it sounds very simple and basic, but do the work and show up. Don't miss more than one day of a habit. Being able to say, oh, it's not happening today, but it's happening tomorrow, rather than saying, oh, now I'm off track. Saying, no, I'm a person who meditates every day. This day was an anomaly, but I am still a person who meditates every day. And committing back to that habit again and again. Persistence is the theme for this episode, but let's break down what we mean by that word. Persistence is the quality of continuing on in the face of difficulty or opposition. And I want to draw your attention to the difference between persistence and resilience, which we'll talk about in another episode. Resilience is really about being able to let go and move on very quickly. Whereas persistence is a slow, steady process of building. 
because one thing is really certain is that we will all have setbacks, we will all have frustrations, we're going to have difficult times, disruptive times, and in exactly this moment of your life, persistence is the foundation to succeed. But just like other skills we focused on in this series, persistence needs to be cultivated. And if you can find a way to nurture your persistence, it will feed the passion and driving force inside you. It will become the engine that pushes you to never give up and will move you to the ever higher limits. Even if you're a highly motivated and disciplined person like Kate, there will definitely be days when you need a little helping hand to achieve your goals. Something to help you persist. And this is where mantras come in. A mantra is a word or a phrase you repeat over and over again that expresses something you really believe in. Mantras originated as an aid to meditation and prayer and they help you focus on our goals. Accept and commit was Kate's favorite mantra. And finding a mantra that's meaningful to you can be so helpful when you feel like you're flagging and you need support to reach your goal. So think of a situation where you'd benefit from a mantra. Maybe you want to get promoted at work, master a new skill, or just perform better in your local sports league. Decide on a goal you want to achieve and let's get started on an exercise to figure out your own personal mantra. I want you to stick with me now because I'm going to show you how to create a mantra that works for you. So think of what you want to achieve or something you want to become better at. No, brainstorm a bit in your thoughts. What do you need to tell yourself to be able to succeed? For example, if you're trying to learn an instrument or trying to get into a sports team, you may need to tell yourself, I can learn and improve. I can learn and improve. So the first thing to know is keep it short and clear. You want something really powerful, less than eight words. Remember Kate's favorite, accept and commit. So try and summarize your sentence using some keywords. So first thing, keep it positive. You should only use really positive words. This will make sure you fire up and reinforce the positive pathways in your brain. So instead of saying, I don't want to feel tired, Repeat to yourself, I feel power, I feel energized, I feel awesome. Also keep it actionable. Use your mantra as a mental reminder of what you're capable of, how you want to feel or what you plan to do. I am ready, I am thankful, I can do this. And finally, keep it in your mind. Use your mantra when you need to direct your mind away from negative feelings, thoughts and actions and let it help you steer your mind towards a positive attitude. Take a few moments now to write down your mantra. And now I want you to try saying it out loud a few times. And you might feel a bit self-conscious in the beginning, but I guarantee the more you practice saying your mantra, the easier it will become. 
You might want to take a leaf out of Kate's book and write your mantra somewhere. On a bracelet, on the inside of a book, or make it your screensaver. But remember, a mantra is an amazing tool to use whenever you need support to stick to your goal. I am Cédric Dumont, and this has been Mindset Win. Thank you for listening, and if you've missed any of the previous episodes, they're all online to enjoy whenever you want. Don't forget to leave me a message or a review and follow, subscribe, and spread the word. See you soon for more Mindset Win. Mindset Win.